This is Inductive Conversations with Arnel J. Ignacio. In this episode, we go live to ICCX 2022 and sit down with several attendees to capture their insights. We discuss what it is like to be back in person at ICC, what our attendees are looking forward to at ICC, what have been the challenges and accomplishments during the past two years, and what is their future outlook. We get to speak to guests from Glentech for IR Solutions, NetApp on Logic, DMC, Flexware Innovations, NV Technologias, Streamline Innovations, Kunari Engineering, Vertec, and Automation Professionals LLC. Hello and welcome to Inductive Conversations. My name is Arnel J. Ignacio, and we're here live at ICCX 2022 here at the Harris Center in Folsom, California. We're incredibly excited to be back in person. We uh, sold out all of our tickets, and there is a lot of excitement here. There's a lot of people from all over the world uh, wanting to network, share their ideas, and have a conversation about what's been going on uh, since we've had our last ICC in 2019. Even though we had our uh, ICCs uh, virtually uh, the last two years, having it in person uh, is, is something that people have been looking forward to, and we can definitely tell it uh, based on the energy here at the Harris Center. Uh, today I have Isabella Pitko uh, from Blendtec. She's a software developer there. Uh, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. From my understanding, this is your first time here at ICC. Yes, I'm super excited. Um, I attended virtually last year, but obviously it's that's definitely more engaging to see everybody and meet everybody in person. Yeah, no, it's excellent. You know, as much as possible, we want to have people connect, you know, uh, remotely, but having people back in person, it's just an amazing experience. Um, have you been able to network with a lot of people here at ICC? Yeah, actually, mostly with Ignition people, um, <laughs> but it, it's been nice to meet. Um, I have some friends on the application engineering team, and uh, it's just interesting that it's such like all these big people are so easily uh, accessible that I could ask Travis a question on my coding if I wanted to. That's excellent. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so as you, uh, we all know, uh, the last two years have been challenging, you know, with the pandemic happening and a, a lot of challenges. Um, you and, and the organization, have you experienced any challenges and any accomplishments during that time? Um, for me, I actually joined the organization a little bit into the pandemic, so I um, didn't really experience the maybe initial challenges we had. Um, but it's been pretty nice um, overall being able to work with Ignition remotely. Um, like my boss doesn't even live in the same state as me. Um, and just being able to collaborate online even though we weren't able to be in person has been super um, helpful. Um, uh, yeah, but it's been really nice. A lot of the customers that we are doing products for, some of them aren't even in the same area as the products that we're using, but they're still be able to like access uh, remote um, the programs and stuff like that. Um, so. There have been some challenges, but I think overall um, it's been working out pretty well. So uh, with that said, uh, have you seen a lot more emphasis in the remote space? Oh, yeah. I totally think it's here to stay. Um, I don't think uh, even a lot of our clients will ever be 100% in person ever again. Um, there's just so much benefits to having technology where you can be anywhere in the world and just immediately log on and have information right at your fingertips. Um, I think it helps speed things up and also um, just make it easier for everyone to access. Um, it is still nice to meet in person every once in a while, you know, for collaborative things like ICC or on my own personal team to work out development problems or stuff like that, but yeah. it's probably, it's here forever, I think. And working at Blendtec, um, what are some of the things that you like uh, working out there? Oh, I love my job. Um, I really like Ignition. Um, I know that's not necessarily what this is about, but, um, it's, it's such a fun tool to work with. Um, we have a really good environment, collaborative space, um, and 
it's just really nice to also connect with customers and like see their direct problems and help them um, figure out the best solution and help them analyze their data. I do a lot of work with specifically customers like taking data that we're pulling from their machines um, with Ignition on our tool called Artis and like analyzing their production and seeing how we can optimize it, maybe where problems are running up or like if their machine is malfunctioning somehow. Um, and I really like that aspect of like working with people. And so have you had prior knowledge about Ignition before? Jordan? No, I had no uh, knowledge at all. In fact, I actually had to do all of the inductive university training um, in order to <laughs> for my uh, job to like uh, consider me. Um, so it was a really cool tool to learn about. Um, I'm from a software development background, so I understood the coding and parts of that, but Ignition just makes it way easier to just drag and drop things. And I, I'm working on a project right now that I could just spin up in a couple hours, and they had predicted it took like 40 hours before that. So oh, excellent, excellent. it's super cool. I'm having a great time. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had a great experience with it, and I'm glad you're, you know, uh, you're having a great experience with BlendTech. Um, what are you looking forward into the future? That's a good question. Um, there's a lot of personal projects that we have on our roadmap. One of the biggest ones is we still have our major project in vision, so we're trying to work on getting it over to perspective. Uh, and I'm really excited. Um, I'm interested in like UX and UI stuff, so I'm getting a chance to redesign everything from scratch and also making it faster, um, more modern, and more accessible and understandable is a super exciting project for me. Um, and we're also just trying to develop tools all of the time. So going to things like the tech panel and seeing like what's coming up is super exciting. And so yeah, we just came out of the tech panel um, uh, and they're talking about some new UI UX. Are you excited about those? those I am, the new gateway design looks really cool. Yeah. Um, there were some other tools that was like the tag um, where you could find out where all the tags are being used that I'm super mm -hmm. excited for. Um, I'm also interested, they had, um, they introduced the like multi-stage development within the gateway that seems like it could be interesting um but yeah uh it was really fun to listen to and um here your experience at icc what do you look forward to doing here um i didn't really know what to expect coming into it but i've been really enjoying going to panels and like contextualizing some things that i maybe already knew but seeing it from a new perspective um, I've also just been enjoying like connecting with people um, and like meeting people from the ignition team and just learning about everything. It's, it turns out it's really fun to learn when you're like not in a classroom environment to yeah. just see all the new tools and stuff, Excellent. play with things. Yeah. Isabella, thank you for joining us on this podcast. I hope you enjoy the rest of your ICC. Have a great okay, day. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I have a guest uh, from 4IR Solutions, Joseph DeLivo, who's the CTO. Welcome, Joe. Thanks, Arnell. Thanks for having me. Excellent. We haven't been in ICC for two years. It's all been virtual. Um, how does it feel to be back in person? It's nice. I think I definitely feed off the energy of the folks here. And I've definitely seen, even being at the registration last night, the amount of people that were here. I think people have been hungry to get back together. And it's super exciting. And I think you guys did an awesome job with the virtual conference the past couple of years. But Thank you. there's really no replacing some of the, the in-person stuff. So yeah, we're excited to be here again, for sure. Excellent. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. You know, We did have those two virtual conferences. We just wanted to keep that momentum going. And we had a lot of networking capabilities. But it's nothing like being back in person. So it's great to see a lot of people back and connecting and having uh, those conversations. Of course, as you know, in the past two years, the reason why we went virtual is because we had a lot of things going on with the pandemic. Um, what are some of the things during that time uh, were of, of, of big challenges for you and your organization? And what are some of the accomplishments and triumphs during that time? For sure. Yeah, it was definitely a period of growth for us. So, um, you know, we started out as a, um, a small startup company, partnering with Cepasoft, developing the Cepasoft Business Connector, the interface for SAP ERP, and that was the core of our business for some time. 
um, when the pandemic happened and we started to see a number of issues happening kind of in the overall ecosystem and especially things like supply chain management. And we started looking at um, were there things that we could do in that space that made sense and that were also aligned with the direction we wanted to move, uh, the direction that you guys as a partner were moving. And so cloud seemed to become the answer to that. And it's also the case where, you know, we've been talking about digital transformation now for a number of years. And it was something that was certainly having a lot of marketing buzz around it. It's something that I feel like a lot of vendors and maybe partners were sort of pulling their customers into. And the big change that we saw over the past couple of years was now we had customers included in, in industries like life sciences who were traditionally a lot more conservative about things that were asking us for these things. All of a sudden they had an appetite to have remote access to their data, to allow their data to be in the cloud. And we saw this, this incredible shift in the overall um, positioning of that, which is super exciting for us and became a great opportunity for us to sort of pivot our focus a little bit and to try to, you know, uh, make the best of the, the situation that everybody was kind of in. And it was nice to see, you know, hot off the press, you guys announcing the cloud edition, which very much aligns with where we've been, you know, going for the past couple of years. So that's been probably the biggest thing for us. And uh, by the nature of being a cloud focused company, we were already kind of remote first. So we personally weren't hit by some of the, some of the challenges that I think companies were having as far as, you know, the workforce and all of that. But um, it definitely reinforced the need for digital transformation and trying to do more with, uh, with less. So I'm, I'm glad that you were able to, to kind of adapt to that situation and be able to find solutions to help throughout this time. With, with Ignition, how was it enabling you to be able to go into digital transformation? How has it helped you in that way? Yeah, it really is the perfect tool set for what we're trying to do. And in fact, the way that we've structured our company wouldn't be possible without a tool uh, architected like Ignition. Um, I was at the IMTS conference last week, uh, just kind of seeing what was going on there, talking even with other SCADA vendors. You guys are so far ahead in terms of your native support for containerization, um, the way that you're using web technologies to allow you to horizontally scale, to vertically scale. It's really unprecedented. Um, the, the modular architecture, the fact that you can run on a little Raspberry Pi all the way up to an industrial data center, it's incredible. Um, so, you know, even before the cloud became a critical part of people's lives, especially in manufacturing, you guys are already architected for that. And it's been, it's been great. So we really see Ignition, uh, you know, we've got Powered by the uh, Powered by Ignition logo is, you know, front and center with both of our products. And uh, that's very much the case. We're trying to augment what you guys are doing, but it's all been made possible by, by Ignition. No, and it's great to hear that feedback on what our software has been able to provide uh, you and our customers. Looking forward, what's some of the things that you're excited about moving on from here? Yeah, definitely the Cloud Edition announcement. That's something that I know has been kept under wraps for a long time. We're very excited about what that means. Um, doing a session uh, tomorrow about DevOps and Git's integration and hybrid cloud, um, all these kind of ideas. But so we've been trying to take a lot of these ideas that the software world and other industries have been doing for a long time mm -hmm. and trying to help propel the manufacturing industry forward. Uh, again, kind of driven by ignition. So we're excited to see more companies that are jumping on the digital transformation train that are starting to adopt cloud and different parts of their business and just seeing that growth and acceleration happening, um, you know, a good thing coming out of a, a bad situation the past couple of years. So we're energized by that and excited to see where it goes. Uh, that's, that's good to hear. And, you know, with, with the cloud edition coming out, so, you know, there's a standard implementation, on-site implementation, we have Edge. So in, in, in just briefly, what are the benefits of having a cloud 
installation. Yeah, absolutely. And right now there's a lot of companies that are having trouble getting industrial servers, for example. Um, that's something that's really been uh, uh, made a bigger challenge by, let's say, the, the supply chain problems and the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, but even then, you've got a lot of these systems that were traditionally installed on site and nobody wants to manage them. So OT folks are trying to keep their plants up and running. You've got Windows XP boxes out there running all this outdated software, unpatched software. Companies could get away with it for a while because they were typically air-gapped networks. So these systems weren't talking to anything else. The data was in silos. Now, driven by things like digital transformation, companies are trying to aggregate that data to do things like analytics, to do machine learning, even just simple visualizations. And so they're starting to connect these systems. And now, all of a sudden, these systems that previously weren't patched or maintained are now uh, getting connected to the internet. And we've already seen major companies, like some you know food and beverage companies in particular, who have been in the news where they've got Trojan horses and worms and all of this these these massive cybersecurity incidents, which are a huge huge problem. Yeah, yeah. So it's really been the case where now, as these systems are getting connected, um, we're finding a way to help you know manage that, take some of the the burden off these OT folks, and enable them to focus on doing what they do best. And that's where the cloud edition helps to make that a reality. Here we're in person with ICC. What are you looking forward? during this conference? What's something that's going to be top of mind for you? Yeah, definitely the, the keynotes and the technical panel tomorrow. Those are always my, my favorites to attend, the build-a-thon as well. Um, there's a few sessions that really align well with some of the messaging that we have. Uh, Kevin Collins is doing a discussion on Docker containers today. Mm -hmm. um, there's going to be an industry panel tomorrow that I'm going to be attending. And then, of course, our session, which is going to be talking about some of the you know Git and hybrid cloud and all of that. Um, but really, for me, the big thing is just getting together in person and getting to reconnect with some folks who I haven't seen in a few years and, Definitely. like I said, feed off that energy and drive us uh, through the end of the year. Um, and, and is there anything else you'd, you'd like to add? Just wanted to say that I'm super excited to be back and uh, be partnering with you guys in a more official capacity and looking forward to finishing out the year and uh, having a great 2023. Well, Joseph, thank you very much for joining us today and uh, having this conversation. I uh, hope you enjoy uh, the rest of ICC and have a great day. Awesome. You as well. Thanks for having me. Uh, joining me today is Russ Sagert from NetApp. He's the business development lead for manufacturing. Russ, thank you for joining me today. Oh, thanks for having me. So it's my understanding this is the, your first time here at ICC? Yes, it is. Yeah, the very first time in person. Um, some other colleagues have been here in previous uh, live events, but this is my very first time personally. All right, excellent. And what do you think of it so far? <laughs> it's, been, it's been a great socializing environment because it's... First of all, just to get everybody all back together again, you know, it's uh, it's nice to be in person to have those face to face conversations. And um, yeah, it's been really beneficial. It's really good turnout. Uh, very happy with all the different conversations we've been having. It's a, such a wide variety of different uh, people we've been engaging with, you know, whether it's the the end customers and all the various industries that they represent, the systems integrators, um, technology providers. It's, uh, it's quite the, the mix of, of people. And I think uh, you've mentioned that NetApp, in terms of what they provide, is something associated with our recent release of the Ignition Cloud. you want to dive into that a little bit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, certainly. So, I mean, we've been around for about 30 years. I mean, we were primarily a storage provider, um, you know, just industrial uh, you know, systems for, for just storing of information. We separated our operating system from the physical storage and we made the operating system available to public cloud providers as well as uh, different storage providers. So over the last couple of years, we've announced first party services with you know, AWS, with Microsoft Azure, with Google GCP, with IBM Cloud. So they all have our operating system embedded in that. So when we started taking a look at you know, how you know, companies like you know, uh, Inductive Automation were taking on-premise data repositories and making them available to cloud, 
we started getting interested in this kind of industrial manufacturing. In other words, if this is very large data sets going to cloud, how are they doing it? What are the use cases? What kind of volumes of data are, are being used? And then we started taking a look at, well, how our operating system and our methodologies could be applied to public cloud, on-premise, and connecting the two together. There's been a lot of conversations about OT, IT convergence, the benefits of you know, the industrial manufacturing all connected with the enterprise and you know, mm -hmm. bringing operational information into financial, you know, the uh, kind of more of the corporate side of things. Mm -hmm sharing information with vendors and partners, looking at complex supply chain optimization, data has to leave on-premise mm -hmm. and it's got to get to cloud. With our operating system and our capabilities, I mean, we have the ability to facilitate connections of that data from you know, localized storage to cloud. And because we're available everywhere, this kind of opens up a whole new suite of use cases. And so when inductive automation, we're talking about cloud, well, it's kind of like, well, we should be part of this discussion. Mm -hmm. So that's why we've really kind of engaged, you know, more with your architects and really kind of getting more of these conversations around connecting on-premise to cloud and all the new use cases associated to that. I think you touched upon this. So what are the benefits of actually bringing the data to the cloud? What benefit would an organization have from that? Yeah, I think the, everybody starts off with something really simplistic like disaster recovery. I'm just gonna make a copy someplace out of my on-premise over to the cloud. I'm just gonna put it over there as a copy in case. You know, if I ever have a problem, malware attacks or anything like that, I can just recover. That's usually the starting conversation. But I think the more digitally mature companies, the ones that have maybe more complex environments, um, you're starting to see different workflows. In other words, if I make this data on-premise available to cloud, and I do that across all of my manufacturing production lines and facilities, I now start to look at new types of workflows. Some of it can be as simple as comparing plant A versus plant B. Well, until the data gets amalgamated together, I can't really do an intelligent comparison between one versus another. So there's a whole new set of analytics that now start to show up around enterprise best practices. How do I identify them? But until I pull the data together, I can't really do that. The other part we get into is around problem resolution. If something is going wrong with a particular piece of equipment on premise, the efficiencies and how fast I can make that real-time operational data available to my vendors and partners looking for spare parts. Do they have the available service technicians? If I have a synchronization between my on-premise, you know, my repository around my operational data, and I can make that copy available to my vendors and partners, and I can discuss what's actually happening in my plant right now this second, how I interact with my vendors and partners changes the whole dynamic. I can solve problems in real time. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have to create a copy of my data, send it to them, hours or days later, get a problem resolution. We're working on things collaboratively. And that's, again, only available if I can give them dynamic access to what's going on in my plant. Cloud enables all these new types of analytic use cases, and it just helps with overall operational efficiency. So until the data escapes the plant, I don't have the option of looking at all these new types of workflows. In, in the past two years, we, we've seen these issues, uh, well, we had the pandemic, right? And so it, it's caused a lot of 
it, it's illuminated a lot of things in terms of like our supply chain, manufacturing, and all, all those things. During this time, has any of that affected the way NetApp has done business or has progressed up until now? Uh, absolutely. Uh, it's I hate to say it, but I mean, the pandemic was, was, a, was a very beneficial thing to our company because it made people aware of the challenges that they really had within their supply chain. Mm-hmm. You know, until things go wrong, you, you're just kind of like, eh, it always works like this. You know, this is, you know, this is just reality. Yeah. But it really forced a lot of companies to kind of take a step back and saying, I am having disruptions to supply. I don't really have a great awareness of you know, what my partners are supplying or not supplying. I don't have that dynamic information because they didn't have a connected supply chain. They weren't looking at it from an enterprise connected multi-user environment perspective. Mm-hmm. So they weren't really using cloud like maybe what they could have been. What happened with the pandemic is now it's like, okay, people are working from home. I can't have a hundred extra people on a production line. I've got to do more sensors. I've got to do more condition monitoring. I've got to do more things remotely. All of a sudden now, everybody's scrambling. It's like cloud, cloud, cloud. Cloud's the answer. You yeah. know, I've, I've got to connect my <laughs> supply chain. I've got to do you know, more you know, optimization of my production lines. Yeah. Everything digitalized. Everything went you know, partnerships. Everything went global connectivity all, over, all at once. So we've been trying to, you know, publish these best case use cases. We've been doing all these first party services with all the public cloud providers. We're scrambling to try to keep up. So it's been incredibly busy for us. And then you get companies like Inductive Automation saying, we're going to cloud. Great. We agree. It's, it's the best thing. Now you have to educate people on what are those best practices. Yeah. How do you use this new environment? Because this is new for so many companies. Yeah. No, I, I, can, I can see how that can be. Speaking of that, we're, we're here at ICC. So what are, you, what are you looking forward here at the conference and what do you, what do you aim to do here? Uh, education. <laughs> so, uh, again, most people have not heard of NetApp as a company because, you know, we're always kind of that technology and behind the scenes. So having face-to-face exposure has been fantastic. People have just been walking by, they're looking at you know, the presentations we've got you know, going down in the lobby and they're kind of like, I've got that problem. We're trying to do you know, global connected supply chain. How does your company help? Mm-hmm. So we've been talking to, targeting primarily the ISVs, um, you know, the, the systems integrators you know, who represent multiple customers. They're the ones ultimately helping the customers through business transformations. What are you trying to achieve as a business outcome? What is the architecture to get you there? They actually do a lot of the implementation. So by them coming in and saying, okay, inductive automation is, a, is really embracing cloud. How are we going to help our customers also embrace cloud? What are those use cases? What are they trying to accomplish? How do we do that? Mm-hmm. I've had so many conversations since the reception to day one, and it's just been around, this is what cloud can enable. This is how you do it. Cloud is not scary. It's not you know, a security problem. This is how we handle security issues. This is how we handle costs. This is egress costs. This is how we do private cloud versus public cloud. And we've been having just conversation after conversation because, again, a company that supplies you know, global lettuce supply versus somebody who's doing you know automotive manufacturing versus you know water management the conversations have been so interesting so diverse you have to come up with very specific answers to very specific technical challenges mm-hmm. 
and it's through an awareness. Um, they're learning about cloud, they're learning about our, our capabilities, they're learning about inductive automations, adoption of cloud, but at the same time, I'm also learning about when is it really applicable? You know, so I have all these different conversations. So, okay, we would use this technology in this particular circumstance. Mm -hmm. Or this case, public cloud is great. Or in this case, maybe you should consider private cloud. And until you have the face-to-face -face conversations, we're not learning from each other. Sure. So this whole ICC has really been, it's an education both ways. And just to try to say, how are we going to work through this next phase of digital maturity OTIT convergence, we're all in this together. Yeah. And it's been a, a wonderful environment. Well, I'm, I'm really glad you're here and Me we're too. glad to have ICC in person. Speaking of having those conversations with customers, have you encountered any uh, conversations where security has been involved, where people ask about how that's handled? Uh, yeah, very much so. I mean, in some cases, you know, when customers have been, my plant is my plant, you know, um, nothing leaves my plant, it's air gapped, I'm totally safe. Well, but to really benefit from these new use cases, at some point, you are going to have to be connected. So a natural question that come up is, you know, GDPR compliance is going to be around, mm -hmm. you know, well, if I connect my plant to the Internet, well, don't I open myself to all these security exposures? Um, NetApp, how do you handle this? You know, do you have any experience in this matter? You know, can I trust the public cloud? Can I trust your environment? So we start getting into, well, okay, you've never heard of us. How do I tell you about my credibility? So we get into the fact that, well, we are the storage provider and security provider for most of the uh, U.S. military departments uh, for, you know, all the big, you know, uh, aerospace companies. And it's kind of like, I can show you their websites. I can show you that we do this service for all these, you know, these, these big contractors. I can probably handle your lettuce operation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I just, you know, we, we can do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you for joining me today, Russ. I really appreciate it. Thank you for sharing a lot about what NetApp does and how uh, we're working with inductive automation. Um, so thank you again, and hope you enjoy the rest of ICC. Absolutely. I'd say more to come. I'm learning lots, and this has been a great experience. Thank you. Uh, but we have a great guest here today. We have Amber Cobb, Partner Alliance Manager from OnLogic. Hi. Amber, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. From what I understand, this is the first time here at ICC and back in person. So what's been your experience uh, been like so far? Wow, IIC has been an amazing show. I love the sense of community that everybody has here. Um, it's like walking into a room full of old friends who I'm just meeting for the first time. The past two years, we've been virtual, so we haven't had an in-person ICC you know, with the pandemic. So. Along those lines, what have been the challenges and accomplishments that Allogic has experienced during those past two years? That's a great question. Um, for us, the last two years have been really exciting in our growth. Um, we've almost doubled our staff in the last two years. COVID's been kind of kind to us because of the way that we do business. And also something really exciting is that we just broke ground on a new building out in Vermont, a new Excellent. headquarters to kind of match our pace of growth. So we're really excited to see that. Challenge wise, you know, like everybody else, I'm not sure that we were ready to become a digital first company in the middle of the pandemic, but we weathered that storm really well. Our tech staff has been amazing. And now we're excited just to keep going 
going back into person and coming to great events like ICC. And so has, have you seen a lot of benefits since those two years into in now? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of old school. I think business is done face-to-face in a room with a handshake. And so yeah. just being here, getting to hear people's honest opinions of our product, um, hearing their customer stories, how it's being used, and uncovering a little bit more about what they'd like to see in the future, that's been the most valuable piece. Okay. If you don't mind me asking, you know, um, some of the conversations you've had with the customers here at ICC, what are some of the kind of the main things that popped out to you? Yeah, so the funny thing is, you know, OnLogic's really big on our branding. We are really excited about what we do and it's awesome to hear people say when I open the door and see that bright orange computer I'm excited because I know it's an OnLogic product so having our brand recognized like that is fantastic and there's a lot of buzz happening right now about our new product that was just released the Factor 201 that features Raspberry Pi oh excellent so lots of great feedback about that and we're really looking forward to seeing how people use it in industrial applications do you find Uh, A lot of customers are are requesting something like that, like the Raspberry Pi. It's interesting because, um, you know, traditionally Raspberry Pi people were using it in that that maker space. Um, You know, how do I program it so that my chicken coop opens to let the chickens out in the morning? (laughs) But um, it's taken a really interesting turn recently where people are using it in the industrial space, in that maker's mindset, trying to innovate what's happening out on the factory floor or... Um, in their R&D department. And now this new product that we have is allowing them to take that maker's mentality and put it out into an enterprise um, style deployment. So we're really excited and so are the customers. And you're also an onboard partner here with with Inductive Automation. How has that been like? Uh, You guys are amazing. We're grateful for the partnership. I think it's pretty strategic having someone that makes a fantastic bright orange, reliable (laughs) computer and being able to have the ignition products on it. So it's great. And so being here at ICC, what are some of the goals or things that you're looking forward to doing here at the conference? Um, Honestly, learning. So I'm new to this whole scene and especially new to inductive. So going to a couple of the sessions have been fantastic. I even the first one I went to today was on the fundamentals with Paulo, and he's fantastic. Um, it was amazing how engaging he was, and I felt like I walked away with some actual knowledge. So fantastic stuff. That's really cool. It's cool. So looking towards, you know, from here into the future, what are some things that you're looking forward to and that OnLogic's looking forward to? Yeah, I mean, our team is just really excited that things are opening up again and being back out in person and getting to meet people and network. That's probably, for me, I'm a people person. I love the chat, so this is great. Um, But that opportunity to get back out there and meet and hear people really describe what they're using our product for and how they're using it, that's exciting. So opening back up. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, Just thank you to the inductive team for putting on such a great show. This has been fantastic, and we can't wait to come back next year. Glad to have you here. Amber, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. I hope you enjoy the rest of ICC, and yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Joining with me today uh, are individuals from DMC. Uh, We have David Berno, who is the project manager, Nikolai Litke, systems engineer, and Kashmir Smith, systems engineer. Guys, welcome. Thank you. How are you enjoying ICC so far? It's been a blast. It's been amazing to see the energy here at the conference and be around a, a group of people that feel, you know, so passionate about Ignition. And you're here because there's this, you know, you're, you're part of a special event that's going on later today. We have the Build-A-Thon, so you're one of the competitors. Uh, how do you feel about today's competition? I feel pretty confident. We think we've made something that's a really cool product. Um, the Build-A-Thon, we kind of was skimmed down from 19 premier integrator competitors down to just two. And now today's the day where we finally get to see who comes out on top and we're excited and we're confident. So you're ready for the win today, right? Exactly. 
From my understanding, you guys have worked in three different time zones. That's correct? Correct, yes. Um, so how's it been to collaborate with each other and then meeting up today? Yeah, it's been really refreshing to, to be able to come together across uh, yeah, three different time zones, three different offices, and all, uh, all gather here in Folsom at the Inductive HQ and uh, put our heads together and really put the pedal to the metal for, for two days here to, to build, build a cool solution. For the past two years, we've experienced the pandemic and it's changed quite a lot of things. What challenges have you experienced and what accomplishments have you gotten out of the past two years? Sure. Yeah, I mean, the big challenge has been, you know, lack of in-person uh, collaboration, which is a great thing that we've been able to, to bring back with this conference uh, this year. But um, the the successes, you know, coming out of the pandemic is being able to collaborate ac- across time zones. You know, we're coming together in person today, but, you know, this is uh, doesn't feel too different than our day-to-day working together. I will say, though, that it does feel different that being such in a rush and all together here because... I mean, really for two straight days, just collectively working, like 100% of our focus was just this build-a-thon, mm-hmm. which sometimes isn't what work is, and sometimes we're drawing different directions too, but sure. it was fun to focus on all this with you guys. Yeah. yeah I can imagine that, you know, it's a, it's a balancing act, because you have, I mean, you guys have your day jobs, right? You're, you're working on <laughs> things, but then you're also working on, on this project. So just briefly, how's that experience been? I know, you know, it, the build-a-thon is not just today. There has been some stuff going on, you know, prior to this. So how has that been? Yeah, so the past two days were really, uh, really pedal to the metal, you know, two full full days of development from, you know, sun up to sundown, basically each each day. Um, stressful, but but fun and exciting and getting to, to test out a few new features that we don't typically get to test out for our customers. Um, so really like that that experience at ICC in general and if you have the chance you know aside from the build a fund is there anything else that you are looking forward to here at the conference it's really just like there's a lot of smart people that know ignition here that are presenting some really different ideas that we aren't always in front of us so really just all of the different panels that are going to be held that's um, it's really excited to do because I work with ignition all the time and now I kind of get to escape the DMC bubble of Ignition and really uh, interact with the community much more than just through some of the online means. Yeah. We just came off that technical keynote and it was really cool to see some of the things that we've been experimenting in, trying to push the envelope and seeing kind of the roadmap for how those same features might get properly implemented and fully supported and how Ignition is moving kind of both we are and inductive as a whole is moving in a similar direction it's really cool to see yeah that's cool there's a lot of cool things that was mentioned in the technical keynote are there anything that stands out to you as uh, favorite features that they mentioned uh the svg editor is definitely going to be the drawing editor is going to be huge i think um that'll be part of our our, our build-a-thon presentation today would have we could have really used that uh with some <laughs> of the things that we did oh yeah um in our project today is there anything else you uh, want to add I mean, I guess it's just been really exciting to be here and just like feeling the energy and because we were we're a little bit segmented, you know, at Inductive uh, HQ, you know, in our in our conference room, you know, coding really hard, uh, you know, under under the watchful eyes of, of Kevin and Travis yeah. uh, throughout that. Then coming here and seeing kind of the support network and, and everyone's, um, you know, excitement for uh, watching us compete and walking around with our with our suits on. And yeah, uh, yeah you, you know, guys have great outfits. <laughs> Ready, ready to compete. Thank you very much, David, Kashmir, uh, Nikolai. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. We wish you luck on today's Build-A-Thon. We're excited to see what comes out of it. And uh, yeah, enjoy ICC. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having us.
And here today with me, I have Reese Tyson and TJ Holt from Flexware Innovations. They're the Ignition team leads. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having us. So we're back in person at ICC. It's been great. I know, Reese, you were here last year, but we were virtual uh, since the, the, the competition of the Build-A-Thon. How has it been since then? Since last year? I mean, this has been a phenomenal experience here. I mean, there's so many people here. It's just, it's electric in the, in the atmosphere. Absolutely. It's been great to see all the different people. I've had a couple people come and swing by and show off their projects, whip out their you know, iPads and like, oh, look at this. And a couple of them actually talked about uh, using some of the things that we built last year at the Build-A-Thon. So it's been really cool to kind of come together and see everybody's projects. Yeah, it was amazing what you guys built last year. And it was fun to have you guys over at the headquarters. And we had that great virtual mm-hmm. Build-A-Thon. So that was fantastic. As you know, in the last two years, we've experienced a pandemic and there was a lot of things going on so what were some of the challenges and accomplishments that uh, you have experienced uh, I think some of the challenges were you know getting into some of our customers facilities right they had testing procedures and um, limited interaction you know sometimes we'd go out to site and now we have to kind of come up with some remote solution um, so I think that's one of the biggest challenges that we've experienced but it also has helped us kind of expand our remote folks mm-hmm. So we have grown, I don't know, exponentially in the yeah. past year. Yeah. And we have about 50% of our team is remote. Um, and so that's kind of helps us pick out the best of the group, you know, of uh, new people coming in. It's not, we're not just isolated to one state and just kind of yeah. go globally. So, yeah. And so during this time, have you found anything like any technologies or any implementations that have been accelerated because of the pandemic? Um, I mean, I think that definitely the mobile part, I know it's been talked about a lot here and Ignition has a perspective module that was very mobile, right? And so that's been instrumental in visibility into remote locations uh, or even just like what's going on at the facility. So I know we've, we've created a couple projects that, you know, is mobile friendly as well as on desktop for several of our customers. And they're absolutely loving the ability to pull out their laptop at home or, um, even just, you know, view that information, um, at home on their desktop or whatever it might be. So mm-hmm. have you found ignition to be instrumental in making this all happen? Yeah. <laughs> without, I mean, without a doubt. I mean, I, I come from a SCADA background, um, prior to using ignition, I was using other platforms and some of the stuff that we can do within ignition is not even plausible in the other software packages. And, there's a lot of more either work or it's just not even available to even touch some of the things that Ignition just kind of comes pre-canned, right? You just start using these objects right mm-hmm. out of the box and with the trial mode and some of the, even the components that you guys are starting to make um, specifically towards SCADA applications. I think a lot of more industries are starting to move towards that. Yeah, we have MES, but can we kind of marry those two and bring in some of our controls for conveyors and food and bev and come get the operators involved too. So I think that's really going to start pay, uh, paving the way to like change the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then this morning we had the, the technical keynote and mm-hmm. they talked about some of the cool things that are coming yeah. out. Uh, you know, we had ignition cloud, we mm-hmm. had, uh, you know, the, the new, uh, um, perspective drawing tools yes, that they're coming yes. out with. So what are your, <laughs> you know, sounds so like you're excited I, about I, it. Yeah. So <laughs> we were taking notes and, you know, during the keynote and we have an ignition, we, have, we use Teams for like our internal conversations or whatever. So I posted all my notes in there and I got like everybody hearted the message and there's tons of chatter in there. Yeah. So everybody's super excited specifically about that drawing tool. I know it's been a long time coming. And, yeah. Uh, very excited for that. Very excited to see what cloud has to offer. I know that 
I think I can see a lot of things in the machine learning AI mm -hmm. space because there's so many, that's where all those tools are, a lot of them are hosted, right? It's up yeah. in the cloud. And so really excited to see where that comes into play. Um, but yeah, you guys are always putting out great updates and exciting features and you know what's going to come next. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny because, you know, most of the software packages out there are just like, oh, here's one thing. And two years later, like, oh, we got this new thing. And so it's it's kind of like a double-edged sword. We get a, a new project for the customer. Like, oh, yeah, the, the latest is this. And then three months later, Inductive comes out like, hey, we have this really great tool. It's this next version. Hey customer, can we uh, can we upgrade you? And they're like, what for? I'm like, it, it's just it's good. It's better for you, but it's really for us, right? The developer tool that that the auto completion is yeah. is huge. It's going to cut down yeah. on the dev time. And now you got this drawing tool for SVGs. It's kind of like adding the pipe tool, yeah. right? We when our first skate app, we had to like manually draw them with with labels and change them to black to make them look like pipes wow, yeah. in perspective. And now and then we're like, oh hey, we got this pipe drawing tool. Oh man, this is so great. And now we have this drawing tool that's going to come to 8.3. This is going to be a game changer to kind of, again, focus more on, on SCADA side of things that a perspective can bring. What are you looking forward to in the future? What do you, what do you see as uh, something exciting coming along? I mean, the cloud stuff with machine learning and AI is very exciting for me. I know we have a couple folks on our team that are getting pretty heavy into that recently. Yeah. And um, this cloud mentioned, and it, it just, you know, it gets it gets them going for sure. Excellent. Um, but yeah, I think that there are going to be a lot of I mean, a lot of our customers. They have all this data. Ignition's provided that data now. Like, what can we do with that? I know you know digital transformation and bringing all that stuff yeah. together. But like, what's after that? Like, we have all this data. Let's do something with it. And so a lot of our customers are starting to get to that point. And so. I love like the digital, I know digital twin means completely different things to completely different people. Uh, yeah. But that's the kind of stuff that I'm excited for with uh, augmented reality and simulation of what yeah. happens if we turn this conveyor off or that conveyor off. And uh, even things like with a hollow lens and walking through a factory and seeing like OEE numbers on the different machines, like stuff like that, that, that gets me really excited to, to know that those possibilities are out there. Um, and now we have the data to do those kind of exciting things. So yeah. That, yeah. that's what gets me excited. No, it's exciting that there's a lot of possibilities coming down the pipeline yeah. and you know, just being able to come up with solutions that would further efficiency and just what you can do you know, on the plant floor or wherever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here at ICC, what has it been like? Uh, what, were you, what have you been looking forward to here uh, being in person? Um, just getting to meet the community is really nice, seeing what other people are doing, kind of just bouncing ideas and... Um, getting to learn some of the partnerships that you guys have with uh, some of the vendors, like getting to know like Canary and uh, Sirius and kind of talk to them like, hey, this is what we're doing. And like, maybe you can help us with some solution and just kind of partner with them and kind of build the, the platform that we have. And mm -hmm. the connect, the connectability to people is, is huge, I think. Yeah, definitely a big part of it, obviously. And you get a ton of people together that nerd out on the same stuff. Yeah. It's always a good time, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> totally a nerd answer, but it's true. Uh, like I was saying earlier, like I've had a couple of people come up and be like, oh, hey, uh, here's my project and kind of walking through the solution. And, you know, it was really cool stuff. Um, in addition, like, you know, we have a, a Twitch stream that we've started to put together as well. The last Thursday of every month, shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, even then, like, you know, we've only been doing it for a couple months, but had several people come up to me and be like, oh, it's great content. You guys keep, keep, keep putting that out. So it's just bringing everybody together with like mind and being able to share thoughts and 
ideas and collaborate. It's, it's been aw- awesome. And of course, super excited for the Billathon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's always a fun. See what, see what these guys have, uh, have, to, have, to, have to say about it. So. Yeah, it's, you know, we're always trying to find ways to make it more exciting. And, yeah. and, and it's great that you guys are having that conversation with, with individuals. That's why we're so excited to have ICC in person, you know, just to make those connections and be able to see people and be able to share ideas and projects. I mean, that's, it's been beneficial for everyone all around. Mm-hmm. So it's excellent. Well, Reese, TJ, thank you for joining us today on this podcast. We really appreciate you being here. Enjoy the rest of ICC, and thank you very much. Thank you. We're excited to have Esteban Nunez from uh, NV Tecnologías, uh, one of our distributors uh, here uh, with Inductive Automation. Uh, Esteban, welcome. Thank you for having me. We haven't had an ICC in person in the last two years, and now we're back in person. How do you feel about that? Well, it's an excitement. It's uh, <clears throat> ICC has always been like this big event where the important part is how you the you, the experience you have with ignition and how you share it with others. Uh, I was just talking about it with uh, some of your peers and some other integrators about uh, and distributors that it's always the honest feedback that a lot of people that uses ignition gives. And here at the ICC, you feel it. Yeah, you, you get a sense of it like directly from the person. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's different, you know, we've had ICC in person, or not in person, ICC virtually the last two years. And we've had a lot of ways to connect with other people, but there's nothing that can ever replace an in-person. So in, in terms of what you're doing, um, what are some of the things in the last two years, you know, we've had a lot of things going on. Um, what are some of the, the, the challenges and what are some of the uh, accomplishments or triumphs that you've seen? In, in that time? Well, I've seen that um, more and more um, end users are looking for new ways to collect data and uniform it, like make it in a, in a, a simple format for them to share or uh, have like this big platform that Ignition provides. Uh, this, that's a big challenge that before all the pandem- pandemic and everything, it, it was just SCADA systems, isolated systems here and there. And now Ignition is solving that. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I think one of the challenges for us is uh, doing some brand awareness because we are in a different region. But we are getting into that point where Ignition is known, it's tried, it's tested. So everybody's liking it. It's, it's a good vibe right, right at this moment. Because of what happened, have you seen more interest in that, in, in that whole remote, in, in that type of the control that Ignition is able to provide? Yeah, yeah, we've seen a lot of that because uh, especially, specifically architectures where you have this uh, I.O., like local I.O., your ignition gateway, uh, like your plant floor gateway, and then you have your cloud uh, gateway with perspective for, for management, for uh, C-suite uh, people or owners. So that's really cool because uh, then some, maybe some folks already had vision and they take advantage of that. And they also use perspective for mobiles and, and remote connect- connectivity. And VPNs is always a, co- uh, a conversation as well. Like how, how do I connect remotely to, to Ignition? Is it easy? Is it web-based? So with that, we always have good answers. Like, like yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's good to say yes to a, to a, lot, of the, uh, a lot of the requests. Right. So when perspective came out, have you found that it's been adopted quite readily by customers? Yeah, well, in our region, it's, it's, it's fairly, Ignition is fairly new for Central America and, and, and Mexico, say. So it's, it's fairly new. So Vision, it, it has their, uh, its installations, but for all the new folks, Perspective is like the way to go right now. Yeah. 
because they, they prefer it because it's more comfortable because they already have like workstation, they have like mobiles, they have a, a web, uh, web browser. So everything is set and, and, and they are liking it really good. And so in, within your region, you know, there's a lot of, in general, there's a lot of talk of digital transformation. And so is that something that is um, a, a big part of the strategy in, in what you're seeing? Yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, it's a differentiator. Uh, I would say that uh, us as a distributor, we want to be differentiated because not to talk bad about others, but sometimes distributors will come from a background of electrical engineering, and that's really good because they are really good focused on that. But then when you get to programming, when you get to databases, when you get to cloud injection, to you get to digital things, digital transformation stuff, they are not really well versed. So what we're trying to do as, as a company and, and with Ignition on our, on, our, on our plate is to try to deliver this uh, really cool ecosystem of stuff. And we also carry Opto22, for example. Excellent. So what we try to do is give you this ecosystem, perfect ecosystem for digital transformation. Um, and when you're working with projects, do you find that Ignition's helping you make that happen? Uh, you know, as you were saying, you know, a lot of some of the distributors have that electrical engineering background, but, you know, the programming part is important. So do you find that Ignition is giving you that edge to make those projects come to life? Yes, yes, totally, for sure. I think Ignition is a big differentiator. And right now for us, it's our foot into the door of the end, end, users, uh, end users plant. It's, it's, it used to be hardware for us, but right now, Ignition is the one that gets us in. And it's a differentiator for us, and it's helping us a lot to deliver to the customer. So happy customers, happy referrals, it's, it's going good. And so as we, as we look forward, what are some of the things that you're excited about looking forward? Oh yeah, so I look forward to, as I said, uh, there's a lot of people like requesting for digital transformation stuff or cloud architectures or, or something like that, data collection. So I'm looking forward to not only see that data collection, which is like the first step, but then perfecting that data and using dashboards, using KPIs at the plan that maybe they didn't have, or they had in, in a spreadsheet or in a table or in a whiteboard, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping for, to see those clients over deliver to their users, to their internal users, yeah. those, that digital transformation to be real. And then now here at ICC, what are you looking forward to? What are some of the things that you're excited about being back in person? Well, uh, as I said, the feedback from everyone, uh, I think uh, there's a lot of good stories with integrators with, within the conversations that you have in the, on the hall, on the hallway or on, on, on that. Um, and I'm looking forward to, to see what's, what's doing the, in the industry, what the industry is, it's how is using Ignition to deliver the digital transformation they want. And then is there anything you want to add? Yeah, I think the uh, inductive automation is doing a great job as a company. It's the, it has a novel product, it has a great service, and it's helping us, as I said, we, under, we, we, we manage a lot of the expectations of the customer, but uh, we are always over-delivering what, what they were hoping for. It's always better. So uh, that's, that's a great thing. It's a great product, great service company. We're having a good fun with you guys. Well, I'm glad that uh, Ignition is able to provide that uh, capability of being able to over-deliver. Customers are looking for things, and when you provide that those solutions, it, it opens up more and more opportunities. Exactly. So I'm really glad that it's, it's working well. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the rest of ICC. Thank you. Thank you for having me, and you too. All right, thank you. 
Today joining with me is Dr. Peter Photos, CTO of Streamline Innovation. Pete, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. How's it been going so far? It's been a great, it's a great conference. I'm having a lot of fun meeting some great people, um, interacting and learning a lot about Ignition and some new ways we can take it to the next level. As you know, in the last two years, we've experienced a pandemic. We had to go virtual for that, but we're back in person this year. So in those past two years, what are some of the challenges and accomplishments that has happened? So I think we've learned that, number one, we've all had to learn to work from home, which has been a great challenge, but also a great opportunity to really appreciate remote connectivity. And, you know, working with operations in the field and working with devices across our entire fleet, we've learned that we can do a lot remotely and remote connectivity is the way of the future and it's been so dependent for us to do that. And do you think because of what happened, uh, this remote connectivity has been accelerated, technology surrounding it? Absolutely. And now it's all about how much can we do without going to site or without going to a location? How much can we do separately? What do we need to put infrastructure-wise to make those things work? And in 2019, uh, you were here as well, and mm -hmm. you were a Firebrand Award winner, which is excellent. Um, so since then, how has it been You know, in terms of the projects? It's been incredible for a streamline. Uh, we, at the time, we had three units operating and one large unit, and today we have about 27 units across Texas, New Mexico, California, and Illinois. Uh, we have moved into running uh, not just oil and gas, but in landfill operations in Chicago, and we have really just exploded in, in terms of our ability to uh, operate our units more efficiently, more effectively, and it's been great. So yeah, I want to dive that, uh, deeper into that. You know, you, you were mentioning uh, new projects. What are something exciting that's been happening recently? So we are actually moving into renewable natural gas. So renewable natural gas is poop to power. We take uh, manure from farms and they digest it and it creates methane. But the challenge is, is it also creates carbon dioxide and hydrogen sulfide. So Streamline's technology is removing hydrogen sulfide, and so we've been able to develop technology that can remove that H2S from that digested poop as it becomes natural gas. The challenge, of course, is size. Mm -hmm. uh, only uh, You need 2,000 cows to make a well uh, equivalent to one gas well, so you need to make everything small but efficient and cheap. And the only way to do that is through automation and technology. And we've been leveraging as much technology as we can to do that. And speaking of technology, uh, you know, we're, <clears throat> we make Ignition. So how has that software been for you? Ignition has been integral into our, our development of this because we need to have refinery level control. We need to be able to have full visibility into our units and we need full remote operational capabilities. And Ignition has been instrumental into letting us do that but it also has allowed us to take that data, not just from the instrument to the operator, but from the operator to the control room, up to the chief engineer who can look at swaths of data and make group decisions about multiple units, up to the operations manager level who can make decisions about the profitability of each unit, all the way up to the company level where the CEO can actually see data originating in the field on his desk that gives him a P&L of the company. And so today we were in the, the technical keynote uh, mm -hmm. and you know there was a lot of things announced during that time. Is there anything that pops out to you as exciting or 
To me, the most exciting thing coming up is containerization. Containerization is really where we're focusing a lot of our efforts and development at Streamline. Um, and I think it's gonna be super powerful because it will allow uh, new components of Ignition to be developed in an environment, in a development environment, and then moved up to production quite easily. And that's what's gonna make things so exciting for us. And then on that same line, is there anything exciting that you are looking forward into the future? I'm looking forward to um, post-COVID world where we can all get back together and have a really great time. And I'm also looking forward to, you know, a successful and happy next year. And is there anything that you're looking forward to here at ICC? At ICC? I'm looking forward to some more great talks and some more great technology of what people are doing with Ignition. Well, Pete, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, hope you had a great time at ICC and enjoy the rest of the time here. And thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Here with me today is Rafi Shahid from Kunari Engineering. He's the VP of Engineering. Um, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Doing thank well. Thank you so much for inviting me over. Yeah, well, thank you for being here. Um, you've been to as many of the ICCs, uh, ICCs that has happened. I think you've only missed one. I've missed one. Yeah. So how is it like being back in oh, person? it's absolutely lovely coming back. Uh, it, it seems like a family slash friends reunion. Um, um, as they said in the keynote, I mean, a lot has changed, but a lot has remained the same. We picked up our conversations where we had left it, left them off last time. Um, the relationships have, I think, become stronger because we come to value the in-person uh, experience much more. Um, so yeah, it's been fun. I mean, the, uh, we've talked about you know each other's families too. You know, the kids have grown up where people about to have their grandchildren mm -hmm. are now the grandchildren have grown up. So those stories have been exchanged over dinner at the at the headquarters. Excellent. It's been it's been really nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, as Colby has mentioned, you know. Everything has changed, mm -hmm. but nothing has changed. Yeah. Do you do you do you have that same sentiment? Well, a lot has changed. Um, the relationships have. I think we've come to add more value to the to the relationships we've developed here over the years between integrators. Um, that's been a core of our business, and then uh, more. That is the core of the learning experience too. Um, my dad, I mean, I, I consider him, uh, he's taught me a lot about uh, about business. And, and one of the things that he's always taught me about, there is the education you achieve in class, there is the education you achieve in an environment. So here is the education, obviously, that, that you go through in the lectures and the classes, mm -hmm. but the experiences that you get and the conversations you get to have over tables, of, at dinner tables, about the problems we're facing. Because we're in a different market, whereas some integrators are in a different market, the distributors are in a different market, but those conversations, those experiences when you exchange, the problems that you have and the solutions that sometimes somebody living and working in a different marketplace in a different part of the world yeah. can offer, and it's like, oh wow, why didn't I think of that? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, those are the things that you cannot achieve virtually. Yeah. Um, so that is the biggest learning point that I've come to, come to value significantly. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we were able to get ICC back in person. Um, as we're all aware, in the last two years, we experienced, you know, the pandemic. And so what have been the, the challenges and the accomplishments that you've seen come out from this time? Well, the biggest advantage that we've seen as a company, there was, uh, before the pandemic, hesitation about uh, having remote workforces and having remote uh, partners. That has completely flipped on its head. 
we are the the clients here the system integrators are here are much more open to partner with us now than they were um, a couple of years uh, or before the pandemic um, because now they've seen their own workforce go you know work from home or work remotely significantly so partnering us with us has become easier as a as a as a process or as a result of the pandemic yeah Excellent. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's definitely accelerated, accelerated a lot of things. You know, people were on the fence about it, a lot of stuff. And now we're seeing a lot of <clears throat> a lot of adoption of different technologies. And, you know, yesterday, Carl mentioned uh, the introduction of the Ignition Cloud. And then, you know, today at the te uh, technical keynote, we have more features coming out. You know, we're skipping a version. You know, we're, we're focusing heavily on making sure everything's stable. Um, so what are you what are your thoughts about that? What are your thoughts about these announcements? Well, we've um We've been experimenting and do run a, a, an Ignition server on the cloud. Um, I'm looking forward to discovering more on how that's set up in the Azure environment and the AWS environment. Um, I was hoping for some kind of feature to come through. Uh, I didn't know that this was coming through. Uh, so uh, it is nice to know that this, pos this is possible and I think it would uh, make the process of the system or the job of the system integrator easier and faster. So when you have a company that's either already using Azure or AWS, for them to spin up Ignition in the cloud is a much more easier process. So the buy-in hopefully would be easier. At least that's my hope. Let's see what the market has to say. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. What are you looking forward to in the, in the future? What's something that, that you are excited about? Well, I would love to see, see, see there's been exceptional growth in for ignition in obviously the north america and south america market europe and australia now the region that i'm in is my, is is a happening place um both in terms of uh, obviously political issues but al also in terms of of technology um there is going to be significant growth in the middle east and north africa region and i see in the southeast asia region mm -hmm. i think those would be um i think Ignition has focused mostly in the low-hanging fruit, which has been these markets, but but the next growth market, I think, would be those regions where um, inductive, I think, would grow and has has grown to a certain extent, but would grow even further. I see that growth happening in the next couple of years, definitely. Much more adopt adoption of Ignition in that region. Excellent, excellent. Um, so here at ICC, um, what have you been looking forward to, and what what has it been like? connecting with friends for me it's always about connecting reconnecting with friends uh, the stories of the experiences they've had over the past couple of years and uh, how that's uh, and the lessons learned obviously there are projects that go good and obviously those end up in the uh, and then there's projects that go bad and then the lessons learned those are not advertised obviously <laughs> but 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 those are discussed and we we take those lessons learned back with us that okay these are the this is what you do this is what you don't do this is how you handle certain political issues within the organization yeah so so there's there's a, there's a technology uh, there's a technology aspect to, to to business and then there's a political aspect and there's a financial aspect um the political aspect cannot be discussed in, in in some spaces and and that can only be discussed in private conversations sometimes and that's i think that's the most valuable aspect of what i take back generally every year is that those table talk conversations sure. and the dinner table conversations 
excellent. Yeah. No, that's important. I, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of things we put out like content and webinars and all these other other uh, resources. We, we focus a lot on the technology and all the, the implementation, the adoptions. And um, but yeah, there's this other piece, you know, like as you mentioned, the political, the people, the financial, there's all these different pieces. And it's important to have those conversations. So I'm glad that those conversations are being had and that we're getting a lot of, out of it. So, yeah, that's that's excellent. Well, Rafi, thank you so much for joining us in this podcast. We appreciate you being here, and we're glad that you're here at ICC. It's great to have you back here with everyone else as well. Uh, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me over. Really, really appreciate it. All right. Enjoy the rest of ICC. We're here today uh, to talk to Chris McLaughlin from Vertec. He is the SCADA and MES specialist there, and... Uh, Welcome. I'm glad to be here and so glad to be back at ICC Live. I know. It, it's great to have everyone back. For the past two years, we went virtual, but you were actually at the <laughs> office uh, with, uh, for our Build-A-Thon and you guys won that competition. How do you feel about that? <laughs> it was great. So yeah, we had our own private ICC with us and Flexware and Inductive. And so we got all the attention uh, at that moment. So you wanted Carl, Colby, Steve, no problem because we were the only people there. Uh, and then yes, winning the Build-A-Thon was awesome. And uh, just the friendships that came out of that with Flexware um, have also been really nice. We still talk with them at least once a month of uh, just talking about business and ignition and, and life. Yeah, you guys had a great competition. You guys built really great uh, applications for that Build-A-Thon. So yeah, it was exciting to watch. Um, so yeah, as, as we talked about, the last two uh, ICCs were, were virtual. So during this time, uh, what were some of the, the, the struggles um, or obstacles and some of the accomplishments that you and your organization have experienced in those years? Yeah, so the struggle was true with any of this of you want to be in person, you want to have connections with people, and it just wasn't the same. So obviously we enjoyed that there was at least a virtual conference that we could put up sessions and that we could have a dialogue with people. And you guys did a great job of running some virtual conferences. Like <laughs> <Thank> they, <you. laughs> they were top notch in terms of that, but nothing replaces an in-person conversation. I mean, there's dozens upon dozens of people that I've gotten to talk with just today. And you run into these people that you wouldn't for any other reason uh, in life. And so we really appreciate being here. The, the things that have happened, projects still went on. Um, our offices, we ended up gaining 15 other states where we have people oh, excellent. in them now over, over COVID. So we had already had remote workers, but now we have a, a strong presence all throughout uh, the country. And the projects just kept on ramping up more and more. Uh, last year was a record year for the number of projects that we did. And this year we've done that many by August. And it just keeps on growing um, and happening. And there's, as you can tell, like there are some great applications with Ignition yeah. uh, that are, are coming up as it's powerful software. Yeah, yeah. And you're on the, uh, on, uh, on the uh, Firebrand Award again this year, right? <laughs> Yes, uh, so that is an honor. Uh, we are always striving for that. Uh, I gotta admit that we secretly are like, okay, which job this year needs to be amazing because we have to have something to submit. And then it's always that, that question mark of, is it worthy? Uh, is it a good enough project? And so once again, we are, are honored and, and very thankful that uh, it was a project for SB Energy, mm -hmm. an enterprise SCADA system and that that was recognized 
means a lot to us. Yeah, no, that's excellent. And, and clearly you, you have a command of Ignition uh, to build out these amazing projects. So how has that software been for you? Um, you know, what, what has it given you that other platforms probably aren't able to achieve? So it became everything. Uh, so in 2010 is when I found it and started using it. And we were talking that we came to the initial ICC conference in 2013 and have been every single year since. And as a result, uh, part of Vertex strategy is every new person that comes into the company is trained on it through inductive university. And because it's free and accessible, we are able to do that with everybody. And as a result, uh, we like this software, we prefer the use of it. And so when everybody gets trained in it and we want to use it all the time, just naturally that becomes the main product that you ever use. But then what's nice is everybody is transferable, mm -hmm. that they can go from one project to another, they can go from one customer to another because you're trained on the software that is used across everybody. And so for us, it has been a, a company mantra, a company procedure that it just, it's simplified life. That's excellent. You know, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned about the inductive university and all the free courses and just the, the possibility that anyone can go take those courses for free and be able to get up to speed with Ignition and build with it. And, um, you know, that's what we you know, strive for in providing the resources to our customers. Um, in the future, what are you, what are you looking forward to? What are we looking forward to? Uh, so the trends that we see is far more enterprise projects. That's already been on the ramp up over the last three years. And so I'm going to give our secret of we just follow inductive on whatever they do. That is what we get into. And so you notice Carl and Col Colby years ago, starting off, everything is enterprise. Everything is going to go that way. Gateway area network. Uh, bringing in all the edge so that it would all roll up to the enterprise. And so we followed suit. Okay. And so a lot of projects went that way. Um, MES is also been ramping up for us for the last six to eight years, but it continues strong. And we notice that we are getting more enterprise projects and more full suite MES applications uh, for larger name companies just as inductive has been experiencing of you see the fortune 100 um and they thankful are willing to trust us um <laughs> and they want it, ignition as their software and so that is what we're seeing and what we're excited about excellent excellent uh and you were speaking how you know the path that indu uh, indu uh, inductive automation is going and so carl mentioned this morning uh the introduction of ignition cloud what are your thoughts about that interested but not sure how it will end up working out. So personally for us, big cloud users, so Azure or AWS, yes. But most of the time we're using EC2 instances or running it natively um, on a Linux box, uh, like on LightSail. But to have a pure services, like software as a service, and I know he doesn't even want me to say that. He doesn't want to call it SaaS. So having uh, basically that ability to purchase it within the environment, I don't know, maybe. We, it's so fresh that I don't know what the architecture or the client would be that would need that necessarily yet. Sure. But I'm sure that once we've had a chance to digest it, that maybe we'll be like, oh yeah, that's, that's the way they did this. Yeah. That's what it means to us with our clients. I, too fresh to say. 
Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. Um, so we're now back in person. Uh, what are you looking forward to at ICC this year? Uh, already getting it. So uh, just those live conversations and the ability to run into Carl in the hallway and, and talk to him about a bunch of stuff or somebody that you haven't seen in 10 years and figuring out what they're doing or the people that, man, I can't tell you how many clients. I had at least six clients that turn around to me like, Chris, I'm like, ah, do I know you? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I'm so-and-so from this company. I'm like, that's it. Like, that's where I know you because I can't distinguish of like, okay, were you a face from a few years ago or did I see you on a Teams meeting? Yeah. And so to meet these clients in person for the first time has been really, really nice. Excellent, excellent. Well, yeah, we're really excited to bring ICC back in person and it's great to see everyone making connections, new ones and old ones. Chris, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. Appreciate your input and we hope you enjoy the rest of ICC. Thank you. Thank you very much. And today joining with me is Phil Trammell, uh, the owner of Automation Professionals LLC. Phil, thank you for joining us today. You're more than welcome. Glad to be here. So how has your experience been so far today at ICC? I've been enjoying it thoroughly. Excellent. Um, and as you know, in the last two years, we've experienced the pandemic. And so there's been a lot of things that have been going on. So are there any challenges and accomplishments that have come out of that time? So the big thing, and this was mentioned in the keynotes, is that everyone has gotten more accustomed to working remotely. And that's actually been a big win for my business because it means that I can handle more customers from my office as opposed to traveling. And as a solo uh, proprietor, travel is always trouble. Mm -hmm. So less travel, more time to work on projects, able to keep customers happier. Um, and have you found that during this time, you know, technology is involved in remote, has that been accelerated because of things of what happened in, the, in this time period? Oh, yes. And the fact that companies like Inductive have uh, gone whole hog into uh, remote work is just laying the foundation for other entities to accept more of that as well. So, uh, to be honest, it's a blessing in disguise. So, COVID has been trouble but it's also been good. It was great to see people that you can really talk to again, though. Ah, uh, yes. Is this your first ICZ? I don't imagine this, right? You've no, I was an early adopter. I was at the first one. I've missed a couple for business reasons, and, of course, we missed the last two because of the COVID, but uh, I've otherwise been here. Excellent. And this year, you won the Firebrand Award for the first community involvement, and uh, how does that feel for you? It's wonderful. Um, it's something I would do anyways, and, and the fact that this was created for this year is, is quite the honor. Uh, but I've come from a background that includes contributing to open source projects, and while Indignation is not an open source project, it feels like one sometimes because the, the development environment is so open and it's so easy to contribute in ways uh, that other platforms don't permit. So. I've always felt at home here, and contributing on the forum is just feels natural. Well, we welcome your you know your comments and your feedback, and so um, so it, it sounds like Ignition has been a an important tool for you. So oh um, yes. So is, what what has been the benefit of Ignition for you? Um, obviously, exposure at ICC is is a great marketing tool, and uh, part of the reason why I'm here. Um, but Ignition, to a large extent, sells itself. Uh, and they mentioned in the keynote, you know, their, their philosophies and their business practices and their ethical model. 
and the fact that they are um, driven to serve customers in ways that other vendors don't. Um, the licensing model is just the highlight of that particular situation. That draws interest all over the market. And once they see it, and, and, and now really see how durable the company is, uh, all the barriers to adopting ignition keep falling all over the place. And participating in the environment and participating in the conference and participating in the forum all ties together as a, as a welcoming environment for anyone who wants to use this technology. And since automation is the future of manufacturing, um, participating in the most vibrant <laughs> platform out there is, is a no-brainer. So it's good for me, good for my business, and it's good for people like me to participate and contribute. It just comes back around. Yeah. And you mentioned the future. So what are some things that you're excited about when you look towards the outlook of the future? So they announced today that uh, they're skipping version 8.2, mm -hmm. which is a really big deal for me because, uh, you know, I advise my clients on how to go through upgrades and how to target supportable platforms. And uh, to be perfectly honest, I never much cared for development versions versus long-term support versions. Now, ditching the development version in between 8.1 and 8.3 um, is a really big win as far as I'm concerned for my customers. They'll be able to go from 8.1 to 8.3 when the time is right without worrying about any long-term support. That's, that's <laughs> just, just huge. Yeah, no, I, I, I can... I can understand that so that's great that's that we're doing that and it's great that you're benefiting from it and you know you're using ignition to its fullest so we really appreciate being here and thank you for joining us on this podcast it's been fantastic having you and again congratulations on the firebrand award enjoy the rest of the icc uh, event and thank you again hey listeners Thanks for having me. this is a quick reminder to subscribe to our podcast if you're enjoying the conversations also, if you have a topic or a question you'd like us to cover, or if you're interested in being a guest on a future episode, then please send your inquiries to podcast at inductiveautomation.com.